Welcome to the One Day at a Time podcast with your host and the future leader of the Republic of Wales, Scofflier. Now, this might be the only podcast in the world where you actually have to reduce the speed instead of increasing it. However, what I want to get over to you is that the past is gone, the future doesn't exist. So if you want to make the most of your life, you've got to make the most of these moments every single day. And this podcast is going to help you live a healthier, more fulfilled life, hopefully giving you some wisdom to take away every single day. So I'm going to shut up now so you can get on with listening to the next episode. Good morning, everyone. We're back with the voice notes. I hope you all had a fantastic weekend. And I just finished on the Q&A with Hugh Gilmore on um, how do we deal with our really emotional moments? Like what are our beliefs about them? And do they serve us? Are those thoughts helpful? And we went through a few examples. He went through one with myself where I spoke about how one or two of my friends have dropped out of this upcoming weekend's um, festivals and stuff like that, which we planned in March for no real reason. You know, one decided maybe didn't like the music now. It's going to another festival. Someone else says, you know, they need to maybe do another day of work when... um, they probably will just do something else on the weekend. So, you know, how do you deal with that? Well, the belief is someone should never do that if you've planned it. And that's obviously ridiculous when you think about it. People do cancel stuff. They do plan stuff and they do cancel it. We can't expect everybody to live up to those perfection standards. Um, We can prefer it, of course. We can prefer it, but it's not something we should be forcing. And that's just that goes for everything. Family, should your family never piss you off? Of course not. Should your kids never piss you off? And should you never shout at your kids? Of course. Like that's a ridiculous belief because we all have moments where we do let things get to us. But the main thing away, and if you think about health and fitness is look, we prefer to have every day of our journey being one where we hit our macros, we do our gym sessions, we get our steps in and we feel amazing, right? We that's our preference. But that's just not realistic. It's never going to happen. And I remember on our coaching program where we used to do a 16-week one-to-one, my definition of success for these people would be, look, try your best every day. And I had three types of weeks. We had a green week where they hit their macros, everything went smoothly. We had an amber week where maybe four or five days were good, two two days were off, and then a red week where, you know, there was no progress made. And in, re- in reality, I was like, look, we'd have preferred of 16 green weeks but the reality is we're probably gonna have seven or eight greens um four ambers and then maybe four reds and that would still most of the time equal success right and i did ask him about consistency and consistency is something we all want to try and achieve because habits are formed and when we can do things on habit they're automatic so if we can get a lot of healthy habits on automation that's going to serve us well um but he said, every, and like I say in his podcast, it's one day at a time. Every day is its own silo, right? And he was like, you can't, you don't have to connect the days up. So if you have a bad Tuesday, does that mean you have to have a bad Wednesday? And if you have a fantastic Wednesday, does that mean you're going to have an awesome Thursday? It's not, no, not, it's not true, right? So the thing is, if we do build momentum, right? If we do build or have a good Wednesday, we've probably got a higher chance of having a good Thursday just because we've got momentum, but it's not a guarantee, right? And Dean Leake, our mindset coach, talks about this a lot. It's black and white thinking. It's the chimp mind. Everything is black and white, right? And if we work in blacks and whites, this is where we're doomed. 
people do it all the time in health and fitness. I have to do this diet. And if I don't do it perfectly, then the effort comes out, okay? And people do this on keto and they try and do keto for five days. They realize they have to have some carbs. They have one biscuit and then they go effort and then they eat 10 biscuits. That's black and white thinking that doesn't serve, right? How many of you do this? If you're doing it in health and fitness, doing it in work, right? You do it with your friends and your family. And I think if we have it in one place, it will seep through to the other. Look, Standards are good to have. They are they are they are ideals. But you know, and you also hear stories, some entrepreneurs in these in the stories, like they had extremely high standards, and if you didn't stick to it, it was out. Like for example, Steve Jobs was one of them when he was younger. If you didn't have this insane attention to detail and standard that Steve Jobs had, he used to make everybody make the inside of the computer just as tidy as the outside, right? Something he learned from his father the craft of it, the art in him had to look amazing in the inside. Some engineers didn't agree. They were like, what's the point? It's a waste of time. No one's going to see the inside, right? And if people didn't agree with Steve Jobs there, they were out, okay? Only over his lifetime did he realize after he, like, he got kicked out of Apple and he started another company with talented people, did he realize that actually you hire really intelligent people not to tell them what to do, for them to tell you what to do. And actually... It's not about being right all the time. It's about coming to a conclusion everybody's happy with. So he, over his years, let go of things. He still had an insane standard, obviously, because Apple became the most valuable company in the world after he came back in 1998, I think it was. Um, he wasn't so, like, crazy and demanding and didn't let things go. Okay, he did let other people take the helm in different areas. And that's probably partially down to why Apple did have a massive resurgence in success because he put the power back into the apple employees that believed in what apple was okay and obviously they made mistakes that happens all the time um but that's just a lesson for all of us really like we're doing this journey let's not try and be perfect and there's no good saying i'm a perfectionist or it doesn't serve you it's not cool and people say, I'm always busy, 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 going on time. That's also not cool when you say it to other people. Nobody really cares about that. It's not impressive. It's actually silly. So instead of having these vanity metrics as things we have in our trophy cabinet, like I'm so busy, oh, I've got so, so many things I want to achieve. Um, what else is there? I've got no time. I wish I could have more time. All this all stuff. Um, it's really just... Just lip service. I mean, it doesn't mean anything. It's not something that we should hold on to as like to show off or whatever or have as a belief. Like it doesn't make us better people. And we shouldn't want to be these people that work, work, work to death and think that's a badge of honor or we want to achieve every single thing in the world that comes in our head because, you know, that's just ideas are cheap. Execution is what matters. Execution to the end is what matters. You can start as many things as you want, but how many things are you finishing? That's the real question is how many things do you actually finish to the end, right? And get through with it. And like I said in last week's voice suits, we do things until, until we get it, we, until we do it. So we're doing this health and fitness journey until our good habits are ingrained and our bad habits have been un, untangled and pulled out. 
Okay, so we keep going until, until, until. We are finishers. We will do this. We will go today. We'll have a, we'll, we'll try our best today. And it might not be the perfect day, but we're going to try our best. The sun is out. It's the end of August. You know, we're all tired. Maybe this year has been, for me, it's been exhausting. Um, you know, we've launched the app, which is amazing, but such a slog. But you know, I'm not going to moan about it. It's just, you know, you have to realize where things are pulling your energy and stuff like that. But we've all been through it. There's been loads of things. And like, I'll finish on this, like, example of how being reminded of this mindset stuff is important and it does start to be ingrained in your mind. So stoicism has been something I've been looking into and reading about since I was probably like 19, something like that. I remember the first time I listened to meditations in my car on the way to work and I was like, this is really shit. <laughs> like, this is sucks. Marcus really does. This doesn't make sense. Like, what is this even saying? Didn't really make sense of it. Then I got into some of Ryan Holiday's books, which are easier to read. And I got back into meditations and I read it and I made sense. And then it wasn't until I read Donald Robinson's How to Think Like a Roman Emperor, which is about Max Aurelius's life, did I realize more about the meditations. But anyway, it's been a really long journey for it to click and be ingrained. And I knew it's ingrained and I know now it is. Something that's going to help me for the rest of my life is on Saturday... Uh, someone stole my phone in this music event in Cardiff. I know exactly who did it. Um, and I went, you know, we still went out. It's like, look, we had, we sent the, uh, find my iPhone message to it for my sister's number. La, 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 la. Um, we did all we could. Okay. We went out. We still enjoyed. I didn't let it ruin my night. Got on with it. I stayed in a hotel in Cardiff because I wanted to go up early in the morning to the venue. So I stayed there on my own. And, you know, I went to bed that night, like, wow, I've got a phone. First time I've got a phone commuted, nothing on me. I literally can't do anything. And I woke up, had a shower. It was quite freeing in a sense, and it was a nice day. I was like, I got no, no one can contact me. Literally, I'm just walking around now. Nobody knows where I am. Nobody can contact me. And I was walking around Cardiff. I was walking towards the castle, and I was like, look, I feel quite good. Something, I think someone will hand it in. Got up there. Any phones, guys, wherever some guys, oh, there have been whole phones handed in. We have to go around. So I went all the way around to the other side and they were like, ah, sorry, all the phones that did found got given back to people at the end of last night. And that kind of, in that moment, I thought to myself, I just keep thinking, I was walking away going, ah, oh, that sucks. But I was like, was I feeling good earlier because I had hope that it would be there? I was like, no, I just, I don't like, know, I just felt like, you know, it's not going to ruin my life. I was decatastrophizing automatically. So my thoughts are coming into my mind like, oh, you've lost all your photos, all those memories for like 10 years have gone. But then I was thinking, is that really that bad? Like, yeah, I lose photos, that sucks. I should have backed up my phone. I should have backed up things. I wish I backed everything up, but I didn't. I was like, is it really that bad losing all these photos? And yeah, more. It's not like I'm going to go through my phone looking for photos all the time. I was like, people in Afghanistan now, like, flee in in terrible situations, like, if I had problems like that, we be way worse than losing photos, right, then I was like, oh, I've lost my phone, when am I getting my phone, I got my, my business stuff on there, and I was like, your phone will be replaced, you've got insurance on your phone, it's fine, you just have to wait a few days, you can go on a computer, it's no problem, you have to re-download everything, that's fine, I was like, oh, it's going to cost loads, like, well, insurance will cost maybe a little deposit for uh, excess 50, 70 quid, I was like, oh, what about the people are going to contact me? And I was like, if it's really important, they'll contact again. And I can always check and, you know, everything's in the cloud these days. 
and I just kept coming back automatically with decatastrophizing thoughts. And in, in the end, I managed to go, I had to go around asking people in Cardiff, can I borrow their phone to phone my sister? And nobody would give me their phone as they are, thanks mate. So I went to the castle again, they let me lose the landline. And I phoned my sister and she said, oh, actually they found your phone, someone handed it in last night at some club, which I didn't go to. So someone stole it from the festival, took it to another club. He, I think then he lost it there and then someone picked it up. And he was like, oh, I, you know, I felt, you know, I didn't feel like super amazingly elevated because I'd already accepted that it would potentially be gone forever. Well, it was gone forever for me. And I think that's come from just going over these things over the years, reading them, deploying them, understanding the purpose. Because if we can decatastrophize situations, and look, this is the main thing that didn't happen to me. I didn't get a spike in my stress response. I didn't get adrenaline going through my body, okay? I didn't turn on my stress response, which is super, super important because... If we keep turning on our stress response because we get we make these situations up in our heads that are worse than they are, this can cause and trigger chronic stress over days and weeks, okay? Chronic stress, like I've mentioned before, is really bad for us. It makes us hungrier for sugary and fatty foods. It can cause, um, when adrenaline's around the body and fat is mobilized, so when you get adrenaline, your body basically gets ready to fight or flight, okay? So we get energy into the bloodstream. And that's circulating, and then it'll have to go stored back because you're not going to be using it. But that can happen in the clog up your arteries and stuff like that because you've got another stress response hormone, um, which we mainly refer to as cortisol going around, okay? It can make you on edge. It can raise your anxiety, um, and it can do all sorts of really bad stuff, right? So there's huge amounts of benefits to being able to decatastrophize, and I think we need to do it, like he was saying as well, um, on the on the pot on the Q and A, it's like, is this thought, like genuinely accurate? Like how accurate? It's not hundred percent, really. Is it? Is it useful? Is it useful for you? Right? Is the thought useful for you to have? Mm, maybe, maybe not. Like uh, think about it. Take an action. Like what type of thoughts do you think is going to be useful? A thought where you think your life is over because you lost your phone. <laughs> Or the thought that, okay, your phone is um, is gone, but it's not the end of the world. Things can improve. You can get another phone. Okay? We need to be in this scenario. So use it for health and fitness, right? Make sure that you deploy this for health and fitness. And, um, yeah, I think with that in mind, go on and enjoy your day. Decatastrophize as much as possible. Capture those thoughts. Turn them on the head. And you will get a better day. I think we do that, if we can do our best of our ability every day, this journey is going to be a lot easier, a lot, lot easier. And the macros app is launched if you want to use it. Awesome. It makes things a lot easier as well. But let's decatastrophize today, people. That's the mission today, to decatastrophize all of our thoughts so we do not turn on our stress response needlessly, causing ourselves long-term health issues now on you go enjoy your day remember to live it one day at a time which is today tomorrow doesn't exist yesterday has now gone so let's focus on the present moment and that is it for today's episode so hopefully you took something away from it if you didn't here's we need to take away stop wasting time on social media stop wasting time gossiping you've only got today to live 
today is the only day you ever have. So if there's anything to take away from this podcast, even if you can't understand the word I say, even if you didn't resonate with the wisdom I try to deliver, this is a reminder of you daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow. You daily to live one day at a time. Give your moments meaning today and don't be fooled by thinking you've got unlimited amount of days. But if you can make the most of today, I'm telling you, you'll have a fulfilled life. So enjoy your day and hopefully I'll see you back tomorrow.